Welcome once again to another fantastic episode of the Business Creators Radio Show. We help business creators like you win at the game of business and marketing so you can thrive from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion and make a difference for your community, market, and audience. Please take a moment and visit our website, www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com. You'll find hundreds of episodes covering a breadth and depth of topics relevant to you as a business creator and links to subscribe via your favorite network so you get fresh episodes delivered straight to you. And now, here's today's episode. Let's get started. My name is Adam Homey. I am your host, and I am honored by your wise decision once again to tune in and invest in yourself today. The Business Creators Radio Show takes you to those places where you have those mastermind meetings and aha moments that can change your trajectory or at least bring you a little bit closer to serving from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. I'm coming to you today. I'm in my beautiful apartment here in gorgeous Las Vegas, Nevada, sitting on my purple couch in the living room and what's known to some on some days as the hottest city in America. I'm joined by my podcast production assistant, Princess Alessandra. And Princess Stella, one of which is napping, the other which is giving me a look of judgment. And I've settled in for a great chat about a topic that those of you who follow me know is extremely near and dear to me because it links to what I do for a living. It's about broadcasting your brilliance through podcast guesting. Those of you who follow me know that I'm more on the hosting side. We have the Launch Your Podcast Fast program, and we have its subsidiaries, Audit Your Podcast, Fix Your Podcast, Post Your Podcast, Brand Your Podcast, Create Your Podcast Bumpers, and some of the other sub-brands. So we're more on the hosting and producing side, and I want to hear about the guesting side, and there are so many people who can share on that, and one of the top people that you need to hear from today is somebody who I have known of by reputation for over 10 years now. And over the past few months, I've had the opportunity to connect with personally, and our conversation has led to her joining us today. She's a name you probably have heard, Nancy Jutton. And just to tell you briefly about her, she's a podcast guesting success expert in addition to her many other gifts from her brilliance and her passion. She's trained over 5,000 experts to be brilliant podcast guests and booked themselves on top shows since the pandemic, which I like to call the bug, came a calling, or as I like to say, came a buzzing. You can be next. Nancy Judden, come on in. The weather's fine. Great to be here. Thanks for the wonderful introduction. It's so impressive. I'm not sure I'm worthy to be here. And this is my show. <laughs> so uh, what we like to do here, and uh, and I know you're the type that uh, tends to check out the check out the playing field before you go play ball so you probably you probably already know what's coming first is I read off the official bio and then I turn the mic over to you and have you tell us in your own words a bit about your journey and what's helped bring you to where you are today serving business creators from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion so why don't you just get down with your bad self and take it away (laughs) well thanks Adam I joke that I came out of the birth canal with a pen in one hand and a megaphone in the other. I have been standing behind powerful, successful, influential people my entire life, helping them to look big and important wherever they play. And is it any wonder that over the last 22 years, I've become known for doing that and being a champion and advocate and a a promoter of brilliant people who have great stories to tell. I'm the author of the Bye Bye Boring Bio Workbook, which has served as the magic carpet that I have ridden to accomplish my notoriety. And it has set the foundation for me to build a business that not only includes information products, but group training programs, private mentoring programs, and the Love Your Business, Love Your Life Inner Circle, which is my highest priority for 2023 and beyond. I am grateful for every pothole mistake and lesson I've learned (laughs) along the way that has brought me to this level of clarity about who I'm here to serve, why I'm here to do it, and the impact that I can make. And I think that because I overcame breast cancer last year, I've just renewed clarity and conviction around having my legacy be alive today so that if I got hit by a bus tomorrow, people would remember me well. Yeah, and you know, know, and I think that I think that's very important. And uh, one of the things I really appreciate about 
your story is your resilience. I know that you know you and I have uh, have had a little bit of a challenge even getting this interview to happen because we had a um, a little thing come up where the COVID bug bit you just yeah. when we were about ready to get started, and then you were doing a summit, and then you did this interesting presentation on artificial intelligence for podcast bookings, which I have bookmarked and I'd like to spend a few minutes on at some point in our conversation here. So I want to come back to something that I mentioned when I was introducing you. Um, I'm more on the podcast hosting side. Um, within my guests and within my every podcast, everything podcasting community, if I see a possibility for connections to be made, I'll facilitate those connections. But I'm not actually in the booking agency business. Uh, I did a pilot program for a booking agency. We had some clients. We did some great work with them, but I decided I actually preferred uh, what uh, what Jessica Rhodes calls the other side of the mic. And uh, so here I am. I'm on the launch side. Now, you seem to be a bit more on the guesting side. I'm going to give you a chance to correct me if I'm mistaken on that. But the first thing I want to get is your thoughts on um, you know, where the relative value is for the entrepreneur. Is it more in hosting or more in guesting? And if, if you say it's guesting, you won't hurt my feelings. I won't agree with you about it won't hurt my feelings, but go ahead. <laughs> well, that's a really good question. Um, what I say to my clients is that if you're a speaker, an expert, a thought leader, someone with a message to share, and you think that podcasting as a general medium is something that you're excited about, I do recommend that you take podcast guesting out for a very specific and deliberate spin uh -huh. so that you can determine if you love it, if you're good at it, and if you can lasso those listeners into your ecosystem with your powerful call to action. Because as a guest, one of the greatest advantages that you can welcome is to tap into the borrowed authority of the hosts that are gracious enough to invite you to be a guest on their show. And the good news is, is that many of them have already embedded audiences that are already paying attention. So you can make a lot more noise as a guest in the beginning because the audiences are already assembled. If I love thought, it. If thought leadership is your is important to you and you've proven to yourself that you're a great guest and you love it and it's fun and it's been fruitful and you can feel it in your shopping cart and in your reputation and everything else that you do, absolutely consider having a show of your own and just recognize that for most people, it's a slow road that you're traveling to create the show, build the audience, Decide uh -huh. if it's going to be solo episodes or guest episodes. Um, there's just a lot to do, and there's there's a lot of as you as, as you have a whole suite of services around helping people host their show. I mean, this isn't just get on the microphone and call it a day. I mean, there's a lot to it, so you have to be really yeah. committed and convicted to it if it's something that you want to do. So I say, if it's new to you, start guesting first and get some wins so that you know that this is a medium that is perfect for you. You know, you just scattered so you just scattered an entire acre of diamonds with your answer, and um, I made that little comment that I'll probably disagree with you, but I was just setting up so that you would say something that I would agree with, and um, I agree wholeheartedly <laughs> with what you said. Uh, if you are, if you're just starting out, um, let's just isolate that and get all the way. If you're just starting out, start with guesting. Find out if doing a lot of interviews is something you're going to really enjoy because some people aren't built for that. Like, like for example. I'm not really built for video. I have a face for radio. At least <laughs> I have at least I have a voice for radio too. So God was consistent when he was handing out the attributes. Uh the only I mean I have that I have the Brilliance Plus Passion Project, which you've also been on, which is another podcast. Um, and it is actually a video show and uh and uh those episodes are only 15 minutes long for a reason, because that's about the amount of tolerance I have. I belong to a networking group that meets every Wednesday, and uh and the people in the Zoom room. All they see is the avatar of my cat, uh, and and every so often somebody will say it'd be so it'd be so great if you would turn your cat. No, it's not going to happen. Forget it. <laughs> if, if 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 you want to see what I look like, go go to my website or go to one of my social media profiles uh, and look at my picture. That's what I look like. I I'm I'm not going to do it. I so but this, that's because that doesn't resonate with me. So if I were starting out, I would want to test, for example. Um, 
do I do better in audio formats? Do I do better in video formats? Because for everybody who says, uh, you know, video is really not for me, and it really isn't for me. This this has nothing to do with my confidence or uh, my belief in myself or my assessment of my own natural beauty or anything like that. So I don't have those hangups at all. I just hate it. Well, see, uh, it dra it drains me. But an audio conversation, I could go on for six hours. So test that. And also test how you like being on episodes. And one real quick point I want to make, and I know you're about to jump in with even more, is that if you decide to host a podcast, that is a great way to get booked on other people's podcasts. You're putting reciprocity up front by inviting people whose shows you'd like to be on, and you have the opportunity to get bookings you might either otherwise never see. Because uh, if you come with them with your, you know, with your your one sheet and your presentation materials, no matter how awesome they are, they may make some random decision based on a two-second glance. But if they've already had a conversation with you, even if your topic is not even on topic with their show, you have that opportunity because you have them live to explain to them how actually you do add value. You can get bookings other people can't touch. Please go ahead, tear it apart. I'm not going to tear it apart, but <laughs> I do want to tell a story. I'll never forget this. I think it's really important to choose methods of marketing and bringing forth your content that are aligned and congruent with who you are and what feels really good to you. Yeah. You should have energy, enthusiasm, and engagement for whatever these activities are so that you can bring that energy forward and people can feel it. If you're dreading it, you know, the, the people who are listening or watching, they can feel that too. And that doesn't yeah. do anybody any favors, so, which reminds me of a story. There was this gentleman who was told by his marketing uh, coach You've got to get on stage. You've got to get on stage. You've got to get on camera. You've got to do all these things. And he was kicking and screaming, going to the camera and going to the stage. And it turned out that he had a serious perspiration problem. And every time he got on the camera with the lights, you could just see that he was melting under the ice. He was very, very nervous and very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. And so he kept on saying to the person, I'm not someone who's destined to be on television. I'm not someone destined to be in front of people. My voice is my message. My voice is my vehicle. I want to do that instead. So right about that time, teleseminars and webinars became really the, the thing of the day. And uh -huh. he would sit and deliver his content with his cat in his lap, being absolutely brilliant. And no one could see if he was sweating. He was actually quite comfortable in the scenario. So what I'm saying here is that if I could go back to my younger self and say, what would you have done differently if you had a chance to do it over again? I would have paid really close attention to my unique sensibilities and where my biases are and where I'm feeling that I'm really skilled and well-equipped to do whatever particular thing it is. And I'd give myself permission to go all in on those methods. And I wouldn't listen to people that were telling me to do things that were misaligned and inappropriate for yeah. who I was. Oh, yeah, yeah, certainly. And and again, that goes back to why I actually agree with you. If you're exploring podcasting, start by guesting. Uh, so you find so you find out by participating with audiences that are already assembled and guests who are ready to credentialize you if this is something you really want to do. And maybe and there and there are different variations of that. Maybe uh, the video thing just doesn't work for you, like the story of the person you told me about. Like the video thing is just not going to work for him. There are plenty of audio podcasts out there, and there are also video podcasts that will say, "That's fine. We'll just put up your avatar. We don't have to show you." I, I mean, I, I mean, on the Brilliance Plus Passion Project, I've had a few people that just simply refuse to use their camera. It's like I it's like, oh, that's cool. Then you just go into Streamyard and upload your profile picture when you log in, and they'll just show your picture. And when you're speaking, the little picture will light up. That, that that'll work fine. Uh, so there are, there are always ways to do it. Um, some people might prefer to do live streams in Facebook groups. Some people might prefer pre-recorded YouTube videos, or they may prefer to pre-record their content and use some sort of streaming syndicator to cause it to go live at a certain date or time, like a, a YouTube premiere or a StreamYard premiere, so they can replicate live, although it's pre-recorded because they just freeze when they have the prospect of, the actual record button is on and people are watching this. So yep. whatever you need to do, find out where your center is. And uh, and if and if you know actually being live doesn't work well for you, then podcasting could be a vehicle for you since most podcasts are pre-recorded. Uh, my business creators radio show, the show we're on right now, 
Um, it's actually not a live show, but back when we launched it in 2013, the idea of live podcasts was really hot. Um, I did some live episodes and kept having just ridiculous technical difficulties, uh, some of which make funny stories, in fact. And I said, the heck with this. I'm not dealing with this anymore. We're pre-recording. But for like the next three years, we still created the facade that it was live. And then finally, I just gave it up. And I said, well, we release the episodes every Tuesday. Tune in then. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So, um, you know what? I'm going to jump ahead here, if it's okay with you. Can, yeah. can, can we break the rules? Yeah. Are we rule breakers? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I saw your video on this, and it fascinates me. In fact, you posted in my Everything Podcasting group, and our our members saw it. I loved it so much, I shared it with my entire audience. Uh, so I'm going to actually let you tell us a little bit about it. You did a presentation recently about the use of artificial intelligence to get booked on podcasts. I'm going to ask that question very broadly and allow you to find it specifically. I, I am on the edge of my seat on this. Please tell. All right. Well, one of the things I've discovered over the last 20 years is that many, many a person is waiting to get perfection on their bio, their hot topics, and what makes them special, different, and preferred. They're waiting for perfection and they're letting multiple opportunities pass them by because they've not gotten in front of podcast hosts that could say yes to them. And I wrote the book, Bye Bye Boring Bio, and I've helped people transform yep. their boring bios from wallpaper to wow so they can get clients speaking gigs and media interviews now i know this content like the back of my hand but very recently in november of 2022 this great new tool debuted called chat gpt oh yeah i've heard of it uh <laughs> yeah and so anyone who's ever struggled writing about themselves one of the things i did to have a little bit of fun because why not have fun when there's a struggle involved i said Ask ChatGPT to write a boring, benign, and unremarkable 50-word bio in the third person about insert your name right here. Yeah. And then we're, talk you, we're talking about prompts. Yes, a prompt. You write a prompt into ChatGPT. And one of the things you could do first is say, here's a link to my bio on my website. Won't you please write a boring, benign, and unremarkable bio written in the third person that's got short, punchy sentences that speaks to who I am. And then you hit enter. And then what comes back is a boring, benign, and unremarkable bio that gives you the wake-up call that you really suck. We got to say, we got to say bye-bye to that, Nancy. See what I did there? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> and so that's super fun. And people go, oh my gosh, I totally understand now what it is to have a boring bio. Then what I want you to do is I want you to go to chat GPT and I want you to say, thank you. That's great. Now I'd like you to turn it around for me. Won't you please write a remarkable, host-friendly and memorable 50-word bio in the third person that positions me, my name, as a top guest that a brilliant host can't wait to talk to? And you hit enter. And by magic... ChatGPT will deliver a bio that is likely going to be remarkably accurate. And you're going to be sitting there patting yourself on the back saying, why did I wait so long? You can do the same thing with your hot topics. You can say, based on what you know about my name here, can you suggest three hot topics that are specific and terrific that a host would be thrilled to read about and even more so excited to talk about so he could be engaged in this content and his audience can too. And what do you know? You hit enter and a whole variety of hot topics will pop up and you can review them. So instead of dealing with a blank sheet of paper and thinking, what the heck am I going to talk about? And why is it timely, newsworthy, and relevant and worth talking about now? You have perhaps 10 really great ideas, and you can narrow those great ideas to the three hottest, most specific topics that you really do want to talk about so that when you are pitching yourself or introducing yourself to a top host, you can lay out the red carpet and say, here are three suggestions of topics that we could talk about that would be relevant to the show you, that you produce that 
will serve your audience too. And it just makes things so much faster. You can do the same thing with the interview questions. You can say, knowing who I am and how awesome I am and what hot topics I love to talk about, can you suggest three interview questions that would get a conversation started with a host so we would be in the right lane to serve, grow, and profit? And all of a sudden, you have three suggestions that you might not have considered before, and you can look at them through your own filters and considering your own expertise and then refine them with your own thumbprint so they don't sound like chat GPT. They sound exactly like you. And if you were to do this, instead of perseverating over what who you are and what you do and how you do it, you can actually get your content about what you're here to talk about on one of the podcast matchmaking sites this afternoon and perhaps be invited to be a guest on a show as early as tomorrow morning. Yeah. And, and see that and see, that's the really great thing. Some of my greatest uh, podcast bookings that I've gotten, in fact, some of my greatest opportunities to speak on stage, like uh, uh, when I was uh, back in 2018, when I was ramping up to launch my my uh, my entrepreneurial consulting book, Groundhog Day is an event, not a business strategy. I remember it was uh, it was about a month before the book was ready to come out. And since the title of the book is Groundhog Day is an event, not a business strategy. What was our launch date, Nancy? I'm guessing it was February 2nd. February 2nd, 2018. So here we are, second week <laughs> of January. And um, you know, a, a friend of mine who's a who's an event planner um, posted on Facebook that uh, she was managing this event. And uh, one of their speakers had to bow out last minute. The event was going to be in two days. And uh, the, and she says, anybody know anybody who could be a speaker? And I said, yeah, um, I'm I'm six blocks away. Put me in, coach. <laughs> and I, I jumped right to the front of the line on that one. So, and sometimes that's just how it is. Now, what I love about what you've shared is you identify what I've been preaching for 10 years, uh, preaching, teaching, and uh, beseeching, as I like to say, is that when you are a, when you want to be a guest on podcast, there are some things you have to have lined up. You have to have a great bio where the host can look at it in about two seconds and say, you know, about any topic, because there's really nothing new under the sun, but they can look at your bio and say, oh, this person sounds like they have a unique spin on things. They seem to have a very interesting personality. This is worth it. Then they then they see your interview topic, uh, like your title, and they look at that and they say, I love that title. They look at your suggested interview questions and they say, oh, I know exactly where to steer this so that I can make this an interview they will love so much they will be on the edge of their seat to promote the hell out of it to everybody they know. Amen. Yeah. I, I, I think that how you do anything is how you do everything. Yeah. So if you are someone who is taking yourself seriously as in building your thought leadership and generating leads and clients and collaborations and cash in your business, when you get podcast ready and you demonstrate that by having the tools of the trade ready to share and and serve the hosts that have the power to take you behind the velvet rope, what you may not be realizing, which is the most intoxicating part of it all, is that when you are invited to be a guest and you get to borrow from the authority of the host that graciously invited you, there are people listening to that show that you have never met before who are meeting you for the first time. And oftentimes some of those people are also hosts that are hosting summits, or they have their own podcast show, or they have their own YouTube show, or they have their own mastermind. They're looking for someone who can talk about that on their program. And so it's the spinoff invitations that you get as a result of showing up in service and delivering great value that are so intoxicating because one really Mm -hmm. great podcast interview can bring you multiple invitations subsequently And then because these podcast guest spots live online indefinitely through the power of all the different platforms, you have the ability to share those podcast episodes with potential clients who are thinking that you might be the solution to their problems. And as they hear you talking about what you do and how you do it and why it matters, they can decide if you have the style and approach that would be a match for their style and approach. And if they should decide to ask for a consultation on your calendar, they come to you pre-sold 
ready to do business. And who wouldn't like to have shorter enrollment conversations where there are serious potential clients lining up to say, I need what you have. Can we please do business? Yeah. And going along with that, I mean, I have a few of what I like to call uh, my signature guest appearances on other people's podcasts. And I and I and I keep these uh, sort of in my toolkit, uh, particularly since with my business, there's a lot of long game in the prospecting cycle. Uh, so I have interviewed about the launch your podcast topic with uh, Captain Jim Palmer's Dream Business Radio. I've been on Brett Ridgeway's Spotlight on Speaking. I've been on pa- Paul Guylon's Lead Machine Growth Show. And I've also been on Brad Zollis's Awakened Nation. These are four different types of podcasts, four different target audiences, four different ways that I delivered the content. So depending on who my prospect is, which one of these people's circles they may already find themselves in, I can make sure that they see whichever version seems most likely to attract them. So I've even thought it down to different methods of delivery, different tonalities, different styles. Uh, Sometimes I get to use naughty words even. And and for people who respond to that, I mean, mean, hey, meet people where they are. It's how I I look at it. So I have... I have four of them on tap, and I can pick the one that I feel is going to have the most impact in any particular situation. So since you brought that up, you're so masterful and you're so smart. You mentioned Paul Guyen. You mentioned Jim Palmer. You mentioned, who were the others? Uh, Brett Ridgway, mm-hmm. the spotlight on speaking, and Brad Zollis, Awakened Nation. Okay, so two of those people I know, yeah, you know personally, two of those people I've recently come to know, but just this morning, I mean, this is just the power of awesomeness that happens when you just make the decision to show up. I was a guest on your podcast. One of my podcasts got selected to be showcased in your newsletter. Paul Guyon watched it, loved it. He reached out to me privately and said, you were such a gem on Adam's show, I'd love to have you as a guest on my show. And I was on his show this morning. And so the podcast guesting and hosting world is is a is a environment for creating relationships with amazing human beings. And if you want to be a great guest, be committed to creating relationships with influential human beings because the rising tide lifts all the boats. And pretty soon one podcast leads to the next podcast, which leads to this summit invitation which leads to the invitation to participate in some really cool thing that you never thought you were cool enough for school and all of a sudden you have new clients and new everything coming your way it's for people who are good at relationships and who love to like to talk more than they like to type podcast guesting is can be your favorite and most fruitful visibility strategy yeah yeah you mentioned paul guy on uh the lead machine growth show is one of ours we launched that so, oh, um, nice yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. I've, I've known Paul for over 10 years now. Uh, yeah, just, a, just a top notch sort of dude. And what you described is a perfect reason for podcasters. And I cover this in an executive briefing that I share with our paying clients on podcast promotion strategies. It's not some intricate esoteric funnel. It's simply a combination of changing your language and engaging in simple activities and how you do them to create these connections. Uh, what you're referring to is when you posted the, when you posted, uh, I think it was when you posted that presentation you did about the artificial intelligence and everything podcasting in our weekly roundup, I picked yours to feature in our weekly easing, which I know Paul reads because he, he, he replies to comment on him every week. And uh and he saw that, and I was aware of what you shared with me, that he had reached out to you or vice versa, and you have found your way into his lineup based on him having seen you now. So I, I already knew that story. Uh, our Everything Podcasting Group has actually created a lot of those connections, which is why I encourage more and more people to participate in the roundups uh, while they're open. Now, we only leave them open for two days, so the ability to directly comment on them is limited. And that goes back to an algorithm strategy that, that uh, Facebook, the Facebook group owners use. But uh, all the same, you have the power to make connections. We have lo- we've had lots of people in our group interview with each other, and have had a couple cases they become each other's clients. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, 
I mean, there are people out there that are geeking out about their funnels and their conversion rates from their free from their very expensive Facebook ads and from all the things that they do. And for people like me who are creating a boutique business working deeply with a select jewel box of amazing clients, I just love how personable podcast guesting is, how you can deliver huge value and personality as a podcast guest. I love that you can lasso those listeners to opt in to get your free gift or call you or whatever call to action that you want them to take. And I like that it lives on indefinitely because I want to make one other point that I think is a really important one. Please. You know, there are lots of ways to get out there. And many people are choosing to host their own summits where they have 18 to 22 speakers that are supposed to be mailing their lists and creating a much bigger audience so that the host Uh can grow their list by leaps and bounds and the various participants can also grow their list in some degree as well. The trouble is not everybody who participates in these summits has the list requirement in order to reach the number of people that are promised. And most people don't have the capacity to sit down and listen to 18 people talk about anything. Right. So the neat thing about podcast guesting is if you are deliberate and clear about choosing shows that are absolutely right for your expertise and your ideal audience, and you deliver value, and and, and I always say to my clients, go on shows that have at least 20 episodes in the can, they're currently producing on a regular basis, and they have starred reviews that you would be proud to be a part of, and oh, by the way, If you want to be on that show, you post a starred review of that show before you ever ask to be a guest. But I I, I get a lot of that. People approach us and say, hey, I I, I saw your show and I liked it. Now, candidly, I think half the time they're full of it. I think they they posted a review because they wanted to be on the show. But you know what? A five-star review is a five-star review, and they usually leave valuable comments, which they could have discerned. By listening to five to a five minute clip, that's fine. That helps me. That gets me all the goal I need. And well, you know, you know, sure. that, you know that's what tells me that they're willing to put in the work. Absolutely, and I said abs- I, I, that's one of my rules. I'm not supposed to say absolutely. It takes five seconds and says hardly anything. But if you want to be on somebody's show and you listen to a few episodes to get the feel, the gist, mm-hmm. the value and you post a five-star review, and it's a specific, terrific comment that said, I listened to five of your episodes this morning, and I particularly Uh liked episode number 68, where you talked to so-and-so about this and that. My biggest takeaway is this. I can't wait to hear the rest of them. And then what you do after you you wrote something very specific to more than demonstrate to the host that you were paying attention, take a screenshot of that five-star review so that you can actually share it with the host the same day because many yeah. times the the review is delayed a couple days before the host will see it and this is just one of my mantras if you want to be seen heard and celebrated in influential media please do your host a favor by seeing hearing and celebrating their show before you ask for anything for yourself yeah, we're speaking of reciprocity and credentialization here, and the and the and and I and I deal with mutual credentialization a lot. Uh, you, I mean, you've been in this game a long time, as have I. So you and I both remember when the when the thing about as seen in became mm-hmm. really hot, and one of the shortcuts of that is you pay an agency several thousand dollars to get you thirty second mentions at three o'clock in the morning on some local affiliate of a major news network, and next thing you know, you've been on ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox News, Newsmax, MSNBC, uh, CNN, uh, and Mother Jones for for what that matters, and uh, they look and say, "Wow, you're everywhere," but then people start asking. Oh, you're really on ABC and CBS? Prove it. Show me the interview link. Let's well, see. Let's I'll let's uh, uh, let's 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 see. Did George Stephanopoulos interview you? Is this real? Okay. Well, where podcasting stepped in is it has become the new as seen in, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm seeing more and more where people actually in their in their own credentialization sections of their website 
make uh, make uh, magic carpet rides, as our mutual friend Dan Janelle likes to call them, uh, magic carpet rides of logos showing your media credibility, and I'll put links to podcast episodes. Well, hey, I see. I mean, I see the the uh, I see a a a logo for a podcast. I can type in the name of that podcast. I can pull it up on a search engine. I can go and I can see. Yeah, Nancy Judden was absolutely here. This yes. is this is a real media placement. Yes, and you know, on my website, there's there's a link to a Forbes feature where I was interviewed about how to be a brilliant podcast guest. And if you uh -huh. click on Forbes, it takes you right to the article on Forbes. And I think that if you're how you do anything is how you do everything. If yeah. you are someone who shows up on a lot of podcasts and delivers great value and creates good rapport with the host. You're going to be invited to more podcasts. Yeah. But if you are someone who who is just hitting it and quitting it and working your own agenda, I mean, how you do anything is how you do everything. You know, I mean, I, I would never say I was on a certain media outlet if I didn't have the proof behind it. I'm not yeah. someone who fibs about my credentials. Right. I, I think that if it's all right to describe yourself in in appropriate terms, but if you overshoot it you can create a trust break that's very hard to to heal so be cautious when you're positioning yourself so that you tell the truth and that you can back it up yeah so for so for me uh in module eight of our podcast reach video training system uh which is available in our premium content area in module eight we cover uh what i call max mutual assistance communities and what that basically means is the podcast hosts speak with each other uh they don't sit around in the break room and say hey we were just talking about the podcast we'd like to listen to and your podcast got mentioned several times so i'd like to introduce my great new guest to you like you see in a lot of those pitch scripts no i don't mean that but we do uh chat back and forth about the joys and the pains of being a podcast host and if uh, one of us has a has a guest that we think is really 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 outstanding and when we interviewed that guest, we thought, oh, this guest I interviewed would be perfect for Nancy's show. Well, I'm going to reach out to Nancy and say, I I just interviewed this person uh, on uh, on X topic, and I know it fits with what you do. Uh, they were really great, uh, great interviewer, great person to work with, and just wanted to introduce you and uh, see if you'd like to have them on your show. Now, at the same time, if somebody just causes me to blow a gasket, <laughs> I'm gonna have to commiserate with somebody, and uh, and if and if you cause one podcast host to blow your gasket, uh, you better hope they don't tell the wrong person. Because yeah. I, because I mean, because I, I mean, I've interviewed over 700 people between my two podcasts, and I can only think of three examples ever where the guest was any sort of a problem. And there was this one who was a just a massive problem for us, just unbelievable uh, to the to the point where her booking agent had to get involved. And you know, the funny thing is What's I've never, I've never seen her again. Huh? And I, and, and, and my suspicion is word got out because she was kind of high maintenance to deal with. And all the answers to the questions she gave started with, it's oh, a great question. Well, the answer is, let me repeat my tagline again. Yeah. I think that, uh, that kind of guest isn't anybody's ideal guest. Right. What, I, what I believe and repeat to myself daily, be the ideal client you most want to attract, be the ideal service provider you most want to attract, be the joint venture partner you most want to attract, be the kind of podcast mm -hmm. guest that a host would be delighted and surprised to meet and talk to, not just today, but multiple times. Yeah. And if you make the decision to be that person, just by default, you will be that person. I mean, the person who calls the telephone company to be belligerent about a bill that is overstated or dealing with a customer service issue and treating people inappropriately or in uh -huh. discourteously, that reveals a lot about who those people are. 
be who you most want to attract and you're going to have a whole lot more fun and be have a yes. reputation that will be stellar and you'll have people inviting you to their show and to do their summit and to do their stage talk and to do their business and to hire them for their services and to be part of their inner circle or whatever the case may be. But yeah, I think at the end of the day, no matter how technical you make it, and there's a lot of technical things we have to do to make these things come alive. It all starts with being a genuinely fabulous human being. Yeah. And you know, if you're not a genuinely fabulous human being, you can always fix that. I myself um, used to be um, an infamous customer service rager to the point where I probably popped a few arteries over it. Uh, I was, I, 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 I've been the terror of web hosting companies. Uh, my cable company hated me. Uh, this place where I used to go buy soft pretzels couldn't stand to see me coming. And uh, <laughs> well, that, well, it's because the guy who worked there um, didn't feel like putting the garlic on the garlic pretzels. He would always say, we don't have garlic pretzels. They say, the garlic's right there. We went over this three days ago. And then sit the pretzel in there and then throw it at me. It's like, hey, kid, you sell garlic pretzels. Lose the freaking attitude. And, uh, yeah, examples like that, um, yeah, I was a customer service rager. So how did I fix that? Uh, it's real simple. I saw my hypnotherapist. We found out that it stemmed from some traumatic issue from my childhood. Now that I understood it, it gave me a whole new framework. So my message to everybody is if you find yourself being that less than fabulous person, uh, maybe do a guided exercise and find out what's lurking beneath the surface. If there's some crack in the foundation, you can find it and you can fix it. And then you don't have to be unpleasant anymore. Then you can be genu genuinely awesome. And you'll feel a lot better once you do. I mean, and ever since and, I, and I, ever since I did that exercise with my, with my hypnotherapist, I've only had one case. And this was three years ago. I've had one case where I went off on a company. And uh, believe me, it was a situation so egregious that if I hadn't gone off on them, people would have questioned whether I have a, a functioning heart. Hmm. Well, I'm, well, that's good advice. Yeah. So, so that's, that's just a little sidebar is uh, if you find yourself having imperfections, do some introspection, uh, do, you know, do some, do some guided exercises, uh, maybe, maybe have that analyzed. And it's, it may be some unrelated thing that's triggering it that you don't even see because it's bubbling beneath the surface. You don't, you don't have to be mean. You don't have to be nasty. You don't have to be pushy or high maintenance or anything like that and if you find yourself compelled to do that remember the term is compelled something's driving you so just find out what it is you can fix it mm -hmm. and part and part of that just comes with experiencing life having experiences uh dealing with situations and learning from them so don't beat yourself up uh focus on how you can be an even better person agree 100 percent. yeah so uh Here's here's a, an intriguing thing that, uh, and boy, time is flying here, but, uh, you know, we we speak so much about uh, podcast guesting here and getting on podcasts, and we've covered a couple ways to make that happen already. So in your opinion, you know, I know you gave this to me in the green room as an either or, but I'm going to ask you to assign percentages to because I don't, I'm not sure if it is an either or. Should we be pitching ourselves or should we have an agency do it for us? Well... If you're running a six or seven or eight or a nine or a 10 figure business, you're the CEO of some incredible enterprise, you have a lot of fish to fry and you need to play the CEO role. So I think that when you're doing that well, you do yourself a favor by bringing in the big guns and retaining a quality booking agency to represent you well, so that when you have time, you, you allow time for podcast guesting, your total focus is at the microphone. So yes, if you if you have less time, if you have more money and less time, hire an agency and interview connections gets my first recommendation and interview yeah. would be another great choice. If you have more time than money, learning to book yourself as a podcast guest is not rocket science. There are sent there's you need to have a media one sheet and you need to have some essential know-how and you need to be deliberate and specific and disciplined about reaching out to the right people. And over the 5,000 people that I've taught since the pandemic came to call, I get love notes from people telling me, mm -hmm. thank you so much for teaching me how to be a brilliant podcast guest. I've since booked myself on 60 shows and I've booked thousands and thousands of dollars in new business and I've created all kinds of wonderful opportunities for myself. Thank you, Nancy Judden. 
this isn't rocket science, but it does require that you go all in on it and you make a commitment to it and don't dabble. If you're going to do it, say, okay, I'm going to give, I'm going to put six months of my life or three months of my life into this so that I get into a consistent, persistent, convicted habit. And you will get those results back straight away if you follow my guidance. Then you can make a decision and say, based on what happened this last 12 weeks, am I satisfied? Did I get the results that I thought I would? Am I seeing it in my balance sheet and beyond or is my calendar booking up with the right kind of consultations and the right kind of opportunities? If you're getting a yes answer to that, then make a mindful choice to either recommit to yourself to do this, or if the the money is rolling in and you're cooking with gas, then reach out to interview connections and say, I know that I'm a good podcast guest. I've gotten great results. And now I'm ready to have an agency represent me because I don't have any doubt that I'm going to get my return on investment. So I don't think you lose either way. My particular bias is I'm very fiscally responsible. I'm married to a financial advisor. We've created quite a life for ourselves by making mindful, thoughtful choices about how yeah. we invest our money. You can invest your money in things that you cannot learn how to do and will never learn, or you can invest your money into things that you can learn and you can master. I happen to believe that podcast guesting is one of those things that is not so hard if you just know some of the essentials and you get, commit to mastery. And so that's why I teach people how to do it, because I think that being fiscally responsible in this kind of economy that we find ourselves in is just a smart play. Yeah, you you mentioned Interview Connections. So, did you know I was the first client of Interview Connections? I think I knew that. And I also know that Dr. Captain Jim Palmer is Jennifer Rhodes's dad. And, well, you know, Jessica, but yeah. Jessica, Jessica. I have great <laughs> admiration for all these people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Je yeah, Jessica's fantastic. And so is uh, Margie, her partner. And, oh, uh, I, sure. and I've interviewed yeah, Margie on my show. I know. I, 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 I know. They're, they're, they're both fantastic fantastic people so way before i got involved in podcasting when i was in a way different business um i was involved in the uh in the creation and initial launch of uh what uh, of interview connections uh, before it was called interview connections it actually had a different name and it was more of a va firm than it niche into, into podcast guest connections specifically and uh and the way and the way it happened is is i was called upon to test their shopping cart to make sure it actually worked even though i knew it did mm -hmm. so i whipped out my credit card and i uh and i uh and i punched in an order for the ridiculously low amount that they were charging for their charter members because you know everybody has to start somewhere uh i mean uh, you you don't you don't you don't start elite you start at the bottom of the mountain you find your way to the top well anyway i i, w I went and i went and i went and i i did the test and then i heard from jessica and she said all right, I got the receipt. I see that the money came through, so the process works. I'll uh, go get and get that refund. He says, "Oh no, I want the bookings. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm your client now." That's and okay. uh, and and uh, and so it's like, yeah, in fact, I'm the first client. And then I happen to tell Jim about this because he's he's actually my client since 2006, and I'm also the longest continuous member of his mastermind, going all the way back to 2009. So I know the I know the whole Palmer family very well, and. Cool. Uh, and uh, and Jim said, "No, no, I'm the first client because I'm I'm the one who got her to do it. I'm the one who gave her money first. Uh, like, yeah, but I was the first one to put the transaction through the shopping cart. I'm first. No, no, I'm first. Like, That's okay, so Jim. Okay, Jim, you're first. Whatever. So Whatever. can I make a point? I want to make a point <laughs> yeah. that I think is also really valuable and important for people who are caring about creating relationships. Yeah." I teach people how to book themselves without hiring an expensive booking agency. And Jessica Rhodes and Margie Feldhuhn have a white glove premium done for you booking service. We are at the opposite ends of a need that people have to be seen, heard, and celebrated on podcasts. Yeah. But as it happens, we were both in the same high-end mastermind with the same high-end uh, person who was running it. And I took the opportunity to introduce myself to these lovely people. And so now what happens is when they do their big launches and they invite people to enroll in their very uh, well-executed service, there are some people for whatever reason aren't prepared to invest at the level that they require or they're not quite ready to jump into the pool or for whatever reason. 
And now Jessica will refer those people to me. And when people are in my world that don't want to learn to do it themselves, they just want the full boat experience, I refer them to Jessica. You, Some people might say that we're competitors, but we have made the decision to take an abundant attitude and be colleagues. And I'm very, very proud of that. And I think that we all can look to our competitors, our and, and find ways to support each other in business so that all of our stars and our incomes can rise. And I'm not intimidated that they do a fantastic job with their multiple seven-figure business that does whatever it does, because the people that are not a fit for them would be a perfect fit for me. And I feel that the same is true in the opposite direction. So we can all create those kinds of collaborations if we just open up the dialogue. And that's why podcast guesting is so much more than just creating leads and making sales and that sort of thing. It's can you create a real relationship with the host that can last long after the show has wrapped up? And I think if we could all look at it that way, we could probably see a whole lot more opportunities for ourselves that could be make life and business so much more enjoyable and fruitful. Yeah, you know, uh, one of the beautiful things about podcasts, you can have you can have conversations with your direct competitors. Uh, one of the reasons with Launch Your Podcast Fast, we have all of our clients set up a dedicated podcast with its own URL that's an actual website for their podcast, is it creates for them a portal that sits to the side of whatever business they're in, whether it's consulting, coaching, product sales, mentoring, whatever it is. So... Um, now, if I had a now if I uh, had a business like one of my business labels is the Business Creators Institute. That's my business consulting firm. And uh, what you're on actually right now is its promotional arm, the Business Creators Radio Show. Now, of course, I have my businesses cross promote each other because why wouldn't you? So, but let's say I uh, let's say I had um, uh, a business called uh, called Black Cat Coaching, and I'm saying that because my Black Cat Princess Alessandra is right here. And I create a show called the Black Cat Coaching Pro Podcast. Well, the White Dog Coaching Company owner might not want to be on that show because it's branded too much to me. However, if I name my podcast something like uh, Catnip for the Soul, <laughs> it would absolutely be on that show. And plus, because it's at its own website, that episode is going to be featured on something that is not my business. So I'm going to have no reason not to feature that episode because I'm not putting my own competitors right on my own business website. And they're not going to say, oh, I'm being featured on somebody else's business website. They're going to tune in for me and then hire that other person. No, simply creating your own portal, not only establish yourself as more of an influencer and thought leader, but it opens the door for these conversations and you should speak with your direct competitors because as you said uh even if we're in the same business and we quote unquote do the same thing we do it differently and even if the only difference really is our personalities i think you and i spoke about this in the green room after uh you're on our brilliance plus passion project and we were discussing somebody we both know in the online marketing space uh i'm not going to say his name but he is a friend of mine and uh we were discussing how you know our different reactions to his approach toward social media, the way he writes his emails and all that. And uh, the way I look at it is uh, if the way he does it attracts you, that's great. If the way he does it repels you, that's great too, because there's somebody out there who does exactly what he does and just has a different personality about it. In fact, he and his competitor could speak with each other and cross-promote. So uh, if they... I mean, this person we're speaking with, you know, he's kind of, you know, he's kind of aggressive. He's kind of brash sometimes. If that repels people, he can easily just send them to uh, to his touchy feely competitor. They could even have mutual referral arrangements and involve money. Yes, I, I think we're not we're not everybody's glass of tea. But if yeah. if we figure out that there are other people, uh, I learned this from Alex Mondozian, who was is often referred to as the Warren Buffett of the internet yep. for, for many, many years, he would teach people how to sell from the stage and he's really, really good at it. Yeah. And he had a sales page on his website where you could invest into a very premium program where he would learn everything you need to know in order to be effective in this manner. And then if you tried to click away, he would come back in and he'd say, wait, 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 don't go. Yeah. 
not your teacher, I still want you to get the lesson. Here are three other people who teach this content that are equally awesome, but may have the right personality that's a suit, suitable for your learning style. Please avail yourself to these great resources. And he was super smart to embed an affiliate link in all of those um, boxes. And so if people ended up doing businesses with his competitor, the competitor was alerted to it and would happily send him a check then 30 days later. I think there's so many ways that you can collaborate with your yeah. hosts and your competitors to raise the bar and serve in an abundant way. And I think the more we can be open to those kinds of ways to do that, the better off we're all going to be. You know, the joke I like to tell is people who say, oh, I've had it with HostGator. I'm done with those foals. I'm going to Bluehost. And I just laugh. Hmm. And and this exists more than people recognize that uh, that uh, companies will create different brands with different uh, with different audiences. I mean, uh, you know, the you know, the high end Mexican sit down restaurant uh, may have people who get repelled by the experience. Say, I don't want that. I just want I just want a taco. I'm not spending all this money on this stuff i can go spend seven dollars on a taco and it's better well guess what same owner of that restaurant also owns a taco stand <laughs> but, 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 but the thing is is by creating different messaging that appeals to different audiences and finds them where they are at that given time it serves them in the way that they feel that they are being appropriately served yep so what we unfortunately you know we could keep talking for 17 hours but we're at the top of the hour here and we got to end this. So you have an invitation for our audience. I'm going to share it with them right now. This is awesome. So here's the invitation. Now you mentioned earlier, if somebody has more money than time and they want a done for you solution to get media ready fast, you have an opportunity for them. It's called get podcast guest ready. So uh, that's, that's the name of it. And, I encourage people to check this out if you like anything Nancy Jutton had to say. This is definitely worth you going to look at. I'm going to say the URL slowly and then just tell you to come to my website if you're not already on it, look in the show notes. But the URL is uh, www.getknowngetpaid. So getknowngetpaid.com forward slash get podcast guest ready where there's a hyphen between each of those words i'm going to say it one more time differently get known get paid.com forward slash get hyphen podcast hyphen guest hyphen ready please check this out do yourself this favor give yourself this gift and there's a nice little video on that where it's it's not a gift it's it's a done for you service oh I'm, oh, i'm aware of that i'm saying it's the listeners give yourself the gift of checking this out and okay. deciding for yourself that this is something that may move your business closer and enable you to serve even more from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion the gift is check it out i'm fully fully aware that it's a it's an opportunity to work with you and it's a done for you oh very good i just i'm go- i'm so glad that that was clear earlier in the call we said how many people perseverate about perfection with their media one sheet and they leave a lot of opportunities on the table because they don't know if what they have is good enough and if it will open the right doors. And so when you say yes to this, I'm going to create your media one sheet for you and you're going to be equipped with all the training tools and vetted resources so that you can truly book yourself on multiple shows every month for the rest of your life if you just commit to doing the work. And I hope you do because you get to have these kinds of great conversations and you get to experience grow your business and then love your life. Yep. Well, Nancy, uh, this has been fantastic. And I love having conversations with uh, people who like you, as our mutual friend, Jessica Rhodes would say are on both sides of the mic. So I'm more on, I'm more on the host side. You're more on the guest side. And I really love this opportunity to really dig in um, from a mastermind perspective and compare notes and i trust that our listeners gained something from this to help them make the right decision in terms of whether hosting or guesting is right for them and the reasons why they should choose which and if they choose guesting you've given them a fantastic framework particularly with the artificial intelligence stuff using chat gpt to create your one sheet data 
uh, that will, as I see it, get them booked a lot more places a lot faster because it's really all about capturing your host's attention in the approximately five seconds they'll spend looking at your stuff before deciding to actually read it. Amen. And I, and I, and I say this because I'm a host. Yes. So with that, Nancy Judden, thank you so much for being with us. It's been an honor. And believe me, believe me in education. We trust you enjoyed today's episode of the Business Creators Radio Show. Check out our previous and upcoming episodes on our website at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com. While you're there, be sure to subscribe via your favorite network so you get fresh episodes delivered straight to you. Until next time, have a great day. Take care.